There's a couple things that I never miss any day ever, and, and one of them is Cardio Miracle. If I could have, I would have started taking this when I was 20. I began taking Cardio Miracle, and as I did that, almost within a few weeks, I could feel a difference in my energy level. Cardio Miracle has been a game changer in my life. Since I've been taking Cardio Miracle on a very consistent basis, my recovery time is amazing. I really want to be a walking testimonial of what Cardio Miracle does for the body. I just feel, I feel good all over when I take it. For me, Cardio Miracle is my future insurance policy for a great life and pushing life like I've always done and feeling great while I'm doing it. Being on Cardio Miracle has created a pathway for me to be normal, to be healthy. I really feel like, like Cardio Miracle has extended my husband's life. It's been amazing. For me as a doctor, Cardio Miracle is a staple. I have seen Cardio Miracle improve the lives of many of my patients with many different types of chronic conditions. This is something that's actually made a huge difference and it's staying that way. It's not just a, a fluke, it's real. Cardio Miracle is one of the best things that ever happened to me because when I was searching, I was able to find it. Cardio Miracle for me has really been a blessing in my life. It's just been a, a special experience for me to be able to have Cardio Miracle. So basically for a 97 year old, I think that I uh, feel a little more like maybe 87. <laughs> Cardio Miracle's made it so that I can, I, I can live day to day without drama and trauma. If you want to know how important Cardio Miracle is to me, I've got my family on. You know, I don't know anything more powerful than to say, I have my own family doing this. You know, we want to live our best lives, so I'm doing what I can, and Cardio Miracle is one of the best tools I have on a daily basis. Adding Cardio Miracle, it's like a secret weapon to your health. Everyone should use Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle will always be a part of my life. Cardio Miracle, for me and my husband, has, has saved our life. Literally. I am so in love with this. I want everybody to know because if we don't feel healthy, we can't help other people. Cardio Miracle gives me the boost that I need to tackle all the tasks that I have every single day. It was indeed a difference maker when I got on the Cardio Miracle. I'm achieving things I couldn't do even when I was younger. Cardio Miracle for us, for me, for my family was a lifesaver. Cardio Miracle for me and my family had been, it's just, it's been a miracle. I wouldn't even be functioning without Cardio Miracle, I know for a fact. And so I say, thank you, Cardio Miracle. That's, that's one of those miracles in my life that I'm grateful for. We will never be without Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle to me is hope in a glass. When you create nitric oxide, you are igniting the spark of life in the cell. It is the miracle molecule. That's why we call this Cardio Miracle, because of nitric oxide and what it can do for the whole body. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates. 
lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada yada, but it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 
Welcome back, fuckers, to another episode of Freedom Gardens. We are back. So, obviously, we were not here last week because of St. Patrick's Day, um, which was a blast. We had so much fun. Um, but we're back back in the swing of things now. Heather is back joining us today. Hey, guys. She brought me this very cute shirt that said, uh, sorry I'm late. The chickens were out. 
which because is so that's true. What happened last yeah. time I was here. Yep. <laughs> and actually, uh, just as we were playing the opening music here, Mick comes running in. He comes running through the studio, grabs the rifle off the wall and goes running outside. I go gator sighting. He's like, yep. Off he's going, going to hunt some gators, save those duckies and the chickens. So we didn't get them. you didn't get the gator. Darn. Damn. We got him twice with the polygon and then he retreated back into the water. Oh, too bad. All right. Back to pot shotting with pellets, the gator. Anywho, and here's Mick bringing the rifle back. I told you he looked like, like Popeye when he came in. He, he did. We should give him, we should give him the pipe mouth. here because then he'll really look like Popeye. Just like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, now you know where Connor gets it from, flipping us off all the time. I mean, I flipped you know, off all day. <laughs> he, uh, so that child, we live streamed the parade on the Three Beerman channel. Oh, did you? Yep. Nice. And, um, sorry. That, I'm the worst about that. I know. That child, claustrophobic, man. As he's marching with his school on our live stream, flipped us off. Absolutely. I would have done I was like, thing. are you fucking kidding me right Absolutely. now? You dumb shit. Hello. Anywho, how's everyone doing today? Tammy, Lindsay, Crazy Chuck, Bear CD. Good to see you. Happy to have you. Anyway, um, so we're kind of going to do an all around recap today. Uh, and I named this one Reuse, Recycle, and Repurpose because Heather is like the most efficient bitch yeah. around, seriously. Um, and uh, And we've been all about, you know, Exactly that. Reusing, recycling stuff, repurposing things and using it in the garden um, for whatever, trellises and literally potato anything. beds, literally anything. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to kind of give you guys an overview of what we've been doing and uh, and we'll, we'll chat for a bit. All right. Heather's sitting here knitting. So hey. next week she's going to teach me to knit and that should be really interesting. Right, I'll show you guys working on a next week or, or the week after. I don't know you if you next could week. probably come next week. Okay. You know, it depends yeah. on what we got going on with the ant. But yeah. So, so we're making a buddy right now. If you guys don't know what a buddy is, it's oh my like goodness. a little blanket. Our, our 11 year old still has his buddy. The little blanket that I, it's like the size of a washcloth, right? Yeah. So I, I knit it. It'll be, I'm almost actually done. It's with a little this baby one. blanket. And then I will attach a bunny to said. Mm -hmm. And there you go. You got a buddy. And then I will make a matching baby blanket. Because uh, Taylor's co-worker is having twin girls in August. Oh, fun. Apparently she hates pink. Too bad. So fucking sad because it's on there. Yep. Uh, but, it'll, yeah. It'll so, be fine. Yeah. She'll I mean, get over I, it. I mean, I feel this. this she's is, having. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Right. Like, she's having might, two girls. She's going to get used to pink. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. So that's what I'm doing. And so next week I will um, have the yarn to start the next one. And I will have you. I'll show you from start, like how to start and make one of these. I actually have only worked on this for probably a solid 45 minutes so far. Okay. I was sitting at the hospital with Olivia, yeah. like, okay. Yeah. And, and interrupted you know, constantly. Of um, course. We do have a, a prayer request. So our aunt Olivia, and I call her my aunt too, because I've called her aunt Olivia my entire life. She was right. my real dad's best friend's wife. Um, hold on. This I was wondering why I looked so white. There you go. That's better. Okay. So, um, Olivia fell and broke her elbow last week. Oh, no, she didn't even fall, bitch. No, <laughs> that was two weeks ago. She fell and uh, hurt her butt because she landed out. She tripped getting out of my truck mm -hmm. and she ended up with hip tendinitis. But then last Monday and I, I my son's like, mom, you fucking jinxed it. So I'm, oh, sitting, I'm sitting in the bedroom and I, I'm sitting there, you know, and I said, oh, DJ, like, 
Olivia's in a great mood today. She's in the she's in the kitchen sewing a blanket. She did the dishes. Like you know, she's been in pain, right? Yeah. I mean, and as we talked about, like she's been in pain for years, and she only just thought that it was because she has crust discs in her back, and then she's just she's she's been very hard on her body just in general. Um, you know, because she did a lot she, of street drugs too. Oh yes, and did. she's and she's a and she's a little person, and she yeah. you know worked hard in construction sites and stuff like that, and she worked the conventions mm-hmm. in Vegas and all that shit. So she's been pretty rough on her body. So she's just thinking that that's what it was, no big deal. Well, she goes to now. I have two now. She has big dogs. Yes, <laughs> I have two Great Danes and uh, a plot hound, and I have this big automatic waterer, and so she can't fill that whole thing up and lift it. But the dogs needed water, so she filled it up a quarter of the way. She went to go put it back in its base, and it was wet, so it slipped out of her hand. So as she went to grab it, the momentum of the water and the, the jug itself, just, yeah. just snapped her arm back, and it snapped the bone right here above the elbow. So we sent, I had Taylor take her over to the emergency room because we have an independent one right down the street. Yep. And she called, and she's like, oh, yeah, okay. And the nurse is like, oh, yeah, you'll be out of here in 20 minutes. We're just going to split it and send you on your way. But then they get there, and I'm like... All right, bitch, where you at? <laughs> like, yeah, like and, I'm here to pick you up. Let's go home. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I, I need you to come in. They're not going to let me go." And I'm like, "What?" And so I get in there because they're not attached to a hospital. It's not like they can keep her. But I get in there, and they're like, they all want to be super conservative, right? Because they're not specialists. They're just emergency doctors. And I don't say just as if they're not good for anything. I'm just saying like this is not their specialty. They yeah. want to go want her to go to specialists. They're like, we need you to take her up to Charleston to MUSC. I'm like, for a fucking elbow. Like, we don't have any orthopedic surgeons here in fucking Hilton Head, really. And uh, they're like, no, she needs a specialist. It looks like there is a mass in there. We're not sure what it is. It could be a cyst. It could be this. It could be that. Of course, they were, like, downplaying the shit out of it. Of course. So I drive the hour and a half, and I take her up to MUSC in Charleston. And, of course, all of the information that they gave me in her little envelope with her disc and the images and everything on it didn't fucking work. So they had to take new images. And I said, oh, well, if you're going to take new images, I want to see them. And they just looked at me like, okay, yeah, okay, bitch. No, I'm like, no, I want to fucking see them. Yep. Like you wheel your little fucking computer over here. I want to see them. Absolutely. So I always, I I always want to see them. And you know what? Because you can, fuck you. You can tell me all day long. If I don't see it, uh, yeah. A, I'm not going to believe you. A thousand percent. And, and B, I, it's just, I'm a visual person. Like I need to see it for yep. myself. So I know how to explain it to her because she's not very, you know, medical, no, nobody else in the family is medically inclined. Yep. So, um, so I saw it and it does. So it looks like the bone is really thin right here and you can see where the break is, but mm-hmm. on the, what would be the inside of the elbow is just black. And so they're like, they think this right here is a mass. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Well, turns out that she has multiple myeloma and it has, affected her kidneys. Her kidney function is at 20%. She's technically in kidney failure. Mm -hmm. She has two more tumors that they know of on her spine, compressing two of her discs. So that explains why her arms and legs and everything have been falling asleep for the last two years that I know of. I just thought, you know, Mm -hmm. we all know like what I thought. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, she's rough on her body. Yep. She fucking slept in the wrong position. I don't know. She's got a pinched nerve, whatever. Yeah. I didn't even believe it when DJ was like, mom, Cause he heard a loud noise mm-hmm. and then he went in and checked her and came back. He's like, Olivia broke her elder. I'm like, shut the fuck up. She probably like hyperextended it or something. She's fine. Like whatever. You yeah. Know? Cause that's just because how, cause you wouldn't think that if you, you don't have the shit little. sticking out of your skin and, yeah, you're, and like, if you're fucking like gushing blood, then like, you're fine. Like, like, walk, yeah, you're it fine. Off. walk it off. Get, get some duct tape. You're really good. Totally me. And so, but, and then for two days I wasn't 
she was there for two days and like, I know that they've done blood work. I've know that they have done CT scans. They've done all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I haven't heard anything. I'm her power of attorney. You guys have my power of attorney on, but I call to get some information. Cause again, I'm two hours away basically. So I know if she's going to have surgery so I can get there before. Yeah. Before she has surgery in case anything happens, you know, I have to make a decision. So they won't give me any information. They're like, do you have a four digit code? I'm like, fuck you and your four digit code. I was like, you got my paperwork right there. Like I'm the power of attorney. You can't tell me you don't fucking have it. I gave it to you. This bitch wouldn't give me any information. So I, yeah, ended, up having, the ass. I ended up having to throw a little bit of a fit or like Taylor says, I came in swinging my big dick in the room. I, I call them controlled temper tantrums. Yes, I try. Yep. And I did get, I told them, I was like, listen, she's been here. And, and as a healthcare provider who has worked in the emergency department, I know all good and well how the process works and nothing is instantaneous. Nothing mm -hmm. is easy. But when it's but your, two days, two days and you haven't told me anything, like, <laughs> I don't even care if you called me and was like, yo, bro, we have no fucking idea what we're going to do. Fucking call me. Tell me what, the, you know, tell me nothing. Just tell me you, you fucking at least know that you're supposed to be talking to me and that you're trying, right? So I told him I had to go in there, be a bitch and be like, hey, we're going to, you know, I want a doctor in this room. I want to know it, that we have a fucking plan by the time I leave this place today. I said, or we're transferring her. And, that, and they're like, oh, but you know, MUSC, it's the best they had to offer in the state. I said, well, I'm not fucking impressed because I've worked for and quit bigger, better fucking hospitals than this one. So they're like thinking that I'm a dick. I'm like, listen, you can think I'm a dick all you want. Like, I don't really fucking care. I was like, but you will answer my questions. I said, and we will sit here and we'll talk about it. I was like, because nobody's telling her what you're going to do to her. You're going to fucking ask her. I was like, because if she doesn't yep. want to do it, then she's not fucking doing it. I was Absolutely. like, and she's counting on me to explain it to her. Like she told me, she said, can you ask Mary, uh, Vanessa to print me out some literature on multiple myeloma, but she has to like print it out for cancer for dummies. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know if they have that, but we'll look and see what we can do. So I, you know, I have to be able to explain it to her. I can't explain her anything to her if you don't take the time to talk to me yep and uh one of the doctors he's really great um like i told you i don't know his name i just call him suspenders um he has taken the time he did he's like i'm very positive i'm like this is obviously seriously advanced like obviously we didn't know that this was going on believe me her mood has not changed she's just super fucking cranky because she wants to be able to pull up her underwear by herself uh you know she wants yeah. her elbow fixed she's walking around the hospital sneaking out with her fucking id pole to go have cigarettes so nobody's looking she's flirting with the doctors and nurses male female fucking i don't she doesn't care she's flirting with everybody Yep. She told the doctor that his outfit was nice, but his tie was ugly and that he shouldn't wear it. Like she's just being herself, like yeah. just her regular asshole self. You would have no idea that she was sick, but you know, like we're trying to get her kidney function under control. So we're doing the plasmapheresis and then they're doing that for three days to see if they can get the, her creatinine down from 4.5. Cause it should be like in the 1.2 yep. range. So, you know, but she's in good spirits. She just wants to get her elbow fixed and go home. But we can't get the elbow fixed until her kidney function is improved. So hopefully they don't give her like run death as near Valkyrie, um, which is, you know, I'll just kill you uh, specifically in your kidneys. Um, hopefully they don't do that and they, you know, get her kidney function working. So where you, just get the elbow you fixed can get the elbow good. fixed and then and then we can take care of the cancer. Right. We're Honestly, to get her home. Yeah. Like we'll get her home. And uh, once again, I'll put my money where my, where my mouth is. Absolutely. And because uh, I've been doing cancer research right alongside of jab injury, jab injury because they're very often one and the same. Yeah. Well, they also um, asked her, they're like, oh, have you had the you know, COVID-19 COVID vaccine. I said, absolutely motherfucking not. She will not be getting that. And they like, looked at me. I'm like, ah, nope. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you guys think you're doing. I said, she will not be getting that. Cause the two people in my house who have not received the vaccine, uh -huh. it's my son and her. 
Yep. And neither one of them, like when DJ had his COVID, it was fairly mild, yeah. right? He does have some long-term, yep. like shortness of breath. Like he definitely says that his lung capacity isn't what it used to be, but she already has COPD. So we wouldn't know. And yep. obviously we didn't know that she had cancer enough to be, you know. Oh, that'll turn it into advanced. a turbo cancer and she'll be fucking just, dead in a week. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. And they actually have, you know, their attitude has been pretty great. And I did tell them, I was like, listen, you know, it's like, I don't have time. For you you can be bullshit. nice all day, but if you're nice and incompetent, then exactly. you're still incompetent. And on top of that, I feel like I could, I'm not even that fucking old, but I'm looking at them and I'm like, I could have given birth to all of you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, hate that. I'm like, I've been in healthcare for 25 years. I'm pretty sure you were in fucking kindergarten. Like, what is happening? Like, it's driving me nuts. And I and I do I do have a hard time with that. But the nice thing about they the ran all one, the older doctors out with the jab mandates. The one thing about some of the younger ones is that they're eager to prove themselves. So they are looking. They're for, eager to follow the narrative. And that's true too. And, you know, and suck up to the the administrators well, of the hospital because like God it, forbid they put it so out of line. Well, like I said earlier, any any uh, business or healthcare or you know, grocery yeah. store that accepts any government funds, well, yep. Olivia is a, you know, she Medicaid, has Medicaid because yep. yep. she's disabled just because yep. whatever. Um, so, you know, they are urged to Oh, yeah. They are urged to push the vaccine. Of I mean, to the point where her TV has a little get your thing, COVID vaccine thing across the bottom, and it like tells her her room and like where she is and her expected blah 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 and who her doctors are. And then like every thirty minutes or so, this stupid little ad comes up. Like, did you get your COVID vaccine? And I'm like, no, turn that shit off. Like, oh Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Well, um, we're gonna put you in touch with uh, Dr. Diane. Yes, that's what we talked about. Yeah, that's what we talked about. And um, and Dr. Stella for the ivermectin. And you've already got the Cardio Miracle and yeah. the distilled water and the high-dose vitamins. And um, well, I mean, I think that, I mean, he says that he's pretty positive, you know, that she'll be able to get her liver get, function up and going. Get, get her kidney function mm -hmm. and everything up and going. But, you know, I mean, it is, and it's, you know, it's scary because you don't know how, I mean, like I said, we, she's been complaining about it for two years and I don't really think nothing of it because, you know, we all fucking complain about shit all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, absolutely. And, you know, you don't think about it and you're like, oh, well, your hands are falling asleep. My fucking hand falls asleep while I'm holding my cell phone because I'm leaning on my elbow or whatever I'm doing. So I just, I always tell her, I'm like, it's probably just the way you were laying, probably the way you slept or probably, you know, whatever, you know, because she's all over the fucking place, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah, no. And I, and I do really hope because unlike my other family members that I've had to be power of attorneys for, like I loved my grandma. She was great. Mm -hmm. Right. And she lived to a ripe old age and partied right to the motherfucking end. Like all the way grandma, grandma drank like a fucking fish. And, but then, you know, I had to do the power of attorney for the parental unit. And, but this one, I told him, I was like, listen, I've been down this road a few times. I was like, we actually like this one. We'd like to keep her. So yes, like, we so really can do. you fucking fix this? You know, like, <coughs> we just want her to come home. Like, I don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah. I'm like, we just want her to come home. Yeah. I don't want her to be miserable. Like whatever nope. her, you know, whatever her plan ends up being for how she wants to treat this or what she wants to do. I said, that's on her, but she's, you know, I'm, I'm happy to treat her again. You know, I'm not a medical professional, but right. I can put her in touch with the right people. She's going to have to make a serious lifestyle change. Yeah. I know that's going to be the tough part for <laughs> the her. The tough part right there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even still. But if she wants to live, that's yeah. that's what she has to do. Right. So, And, and I'm sure she's scared, but she, you know, yeah. Olivia is just one of those people who she doesn't have big reactions to anything. Or like when. She she rolls with the punches. And then like, yes. And 
And if anybody's strong enough to beat this, she's a feisty little bitch. So she, she is. And she's not old. She's only 59. Like, yeah, she's older than my mom was when my mom died. But she's, she's only 59. She's only 59, bro. Like, Damn. she's only 15 years older than me. Damn. She was a baby when, when we were kids. Yeah. Damn. I was five. You were five. She was 20. Damn. Because wow. her birthdays are the same week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, she's anyway. not as old as we. So yeah. So we can do this. All right. Anyway. So prayers for Aunt Olivia, please. Um, we would certainly appreciate it. Y'all know about the power of prayer. It is truly amazing. And we've proven it time and time again that it absolutely works. So pr please prayers for Aunt Olivia. Um, okay. So let's get into uh, Freedom Gardens. Um, I do want to say I, uh, I had mentioned this maybe a couple episodes ago. Hmm. Where the fuck is my mouse? I hate it when that happens. So what I did like it just my disappeared. Mouse is there I is. went to the okay. settings. I made mm -hmm. it bigger. It's like this big on the screen and it's purple. Okay. Because the white background, I would lose it all the time. You'll like, never the see it. Mouse? Drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that the University of Georgia um, Agriculture School has a planning calendar for planting. And... Um, I had a printed copy, but I went and looked it up and they actually have two different things. So I'm going to share this, share this with you guys real quick. So this obviously is for Georgia, but take a look at your local university. Just go on their website. If they have an agriculture school. I guarantee you they have something like this planting calendar. Well, even if they went to the Department of Agricultural link for their, for their county, they should be able to find something similar yeah. to this information. It is probably better to get it from the university because they're trying to study to see what the best exactly. outcomes are. So, and and it tells you, like it, it gives you an overview, like to keep you in, tra in track. And I, I never know how to freaking make this bigger. Make knows how and I don't, that's okay. Um, so like January, make a garden plan um, and plan the amount. It basically planning in January, um, start working on getting your beds ready. Uh, and then February, plant seed boxes, plant um, your, you know, the things that you're going to start inside rather than directly out in the ground. Um, early plantings from, you know, I mean, you can plant down here, carrots, collards, lettuce, mustard, English peas, potatoes, radishes, spinach, and turnips in February in Georgia, which I did. Um, and then in March, second plantings. So you pull your turnips. Um, and actually I planted mine at the end of February, so they'll be ready. Well, actually I planned the first week in March, so they'll be ready first week in April. Um, mustards, radishes, and spring onions, which I have onions coming up right now. And, um, thin plants when they're two to three inches tall to give the plants room to grow. I'm not so big on thinning my plants. You guys know I like the high density gardening. Um, so let's see. Then April, you start planting some of your warm season or frost tender crops, beans, cantaloupe, sweet corn, cucumbers, eggplant, okra, field peas, peppers, squash, tomatoes, and watermelon. So, and of course, this is kind of an overall, an overview guide, right? Um, I planted, I just planted corn last week. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And I planted it in a spiral. I'll most of the video in a second. Um, you just, you have to know the weather in your area. In Northern Georgia, I would not be planting that now because it's still going to get cold. Down here, we just had our last frost. We're done. Like that was, that was it. Um, like after St. Patrick's day down here, you're pretty, if St. Patrick's day is a nice day, you're good. Right. Oh no. And it was, yeah. If St. Patrick's day is cold, it it's kind of like groundhog day. 
you know, for the South. Yeah. For the South. Like if St. Patrick's day is cold, hold off on planting, you know, outdoors for another month. If St. Patrick's day is nice, plant that shit right afterwards. Um, anyway, then, uh, may a third planting of vegetables, um, you know, water mulch, log your problems, your failures, your successes. I keep a little, I just have a little composition book. Um, and I just, I write down, you know, pretty much everything in there, Mm -hmm. you know, an overview of the plant that I planted. Um, not just when I planted it, but like how much space it needs and, uh, how tall it's going to grow and how much sun it needs and how much water it needs, that kind of a thing. So I can keep track of it. Uh, and you know, the pH for the soil, and then I put, you know, when I planted it, if I planted it directly outside or if I, you know, started as a seedling first. Right. Um, and then when I transplanted outside and then I can keep track of it and then I can see, you know, right. how much something produced. If I should move it to a different part of the yard next year, if it, you know, didn't get, if it got too much sun or um, didn't get enough sun or whatever it is. I feel like the first year, like right now, you know that I'm growing yep. things and I'm doing the hydroponic thing at home yep. right now. And right now I'm really literally just doing it in mason jars. Mm-hmm. And I take them outside every day and I put them on the, the yeah. porch where they receive the sun. And, you know, I have cucumbers sprouting, tomatoes yeah. sprouting, mint, uh, cilantro. Mm-hmm. And uh, the time is taking its, obviously, its Sweet time. time. That's what it and does. And then dill. Yeah. You know, those are the things that I have growing right now. And yeah. I have their steakhouse tomatoes and just regular cucumbers. And I think I have some... Uh, I think they're mm-hmm. marsh, giant Martian tomatoes or something like that. So I have a bunch yeah. of because oh, I yeah. like tomatoes. And Me too. Like and we're going to have so many. So And tomato and cucumber salad is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bring it on. So then in June, you harvest. Start harvesting in June here for your first major harvest. And of course, you know, we harvest as we go. Radishes and turnips, like there's 60-day 60 60 crops and 90-day crops. So um, I, I'm going to basically, I'm doing a seed tray planting every month. And I've basically figured out, like I did my first one, February 23rd. I did my second one, March 22nd. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do my next one. Same thing. Like right, right when we get back from Texas, like April right. 22nd, that kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. every month I'm going to plant a whole new set of seed trays, Right. you know, about a hundred to 150 and two to three seeds or three to four seeds in each pod. I do that too. I was right? like, cause you don't like always said, know what's going to come up. You don't up, know. Like but, you know, I always say there's safety in numbers. <laughs> I do say, you know, the survival essentials, I've had really good success with them coming up. I plant four seeds and four seeds come up and I'm like, shit, now I have 25 tomato plants instead of yeah, but in one, I, you know, one type of tomato. One that's, type okay. tomato. that's fine. Yeah. Well, I did. Did I not send? Uh, I feel like I took a screenshot. Maybe I didn't because, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm stoned and I think I do things and I don't do them. Yeah. Um, but you know how they have the the book box in your neighborhood where people like yeah, they yeah, have yeah. the box and they put you can exchange yeah. out books and yeah. like use books and stuff. Well, on a bigger scale, since everybody in this neighborhood seems to be growing some sort mm-hmm. of something, even if it's not on fucking purpose, mm-hmm. um, it's basically like a produce exchange. Like you go mm-hmm. and you put in like I have all the I have fucking ten thousand tomatoes. Let me put yeah. all these tomatoes in here. And homeboy up the street who has all those big ass fucking grapefruits. Yeah, and then it's just a neighborhood exchange like nice. you put in what you don't like like i you have all this stuff like if i don't get i'm not going to eat all this right now let's yeah. share it with the neighbor well so we're going to can it like, too right but, but yeah. it's more like it's mm-hmm. not really the, like okay bartering really used to be a thing and it really should be a thing oh we're like, back to bartering like, absolutely. it really should be a thing we should be trading all yep. kinds of things because like you said earlier there's there's nothing safe about the food that we're nope. getting in the in the grocery store nothing. and i've talked to you mm-hmm. about it repeatedly about how all the chemicals and everything and this is the reason why mm-hmm. a big pharma is making all their money b 
corp, the little guy is gone. Like we have got to stop. And I am just as guilty because I love Amazon. I'm an Amazon fucking whore. Okay. But we have got to stop supporting these big fucking companies. Absolutely. We have got to stick with our mom and pop fucking businesses. Mm-hmm. They used to be the, you know, the meat and the potatoes mm-hmm. of our country. Yeah. And that's what they need to be. That's we're losing fucking farmers. We're yeah. doing all this stuff because they have these big chemically induced fucking vegetables and, and now they can't get the fertilizer because it all came out of re- russia yeah, and ukraine and now they're fucked right so yep. we have all this stuff going on and we really do need to be supporting our local people right Absolutely. i've always been very big on that which i'm starting to go um in fact i think we're gonna starting next week next week what's next week um mm, yes starting next week we're gonna move freedom gardens back to early afternoon because i'm going to start going to the farmer's market oh we should be doing that and we're going to we're, we'll go together we should be until doing that. we're going to get a we're going to get a business license and, and get our own table but in the meantime we'll use the they have a community table that you can use mm-hmm. so i'm going to do um i'm going to put up like a pre-made salad from the garden from the garden you know um with I mean, we can uh, make our own salad you know hard, so hard boiled duck you know? eggs and you we're know making our own mayo like yeah, I mean, these oh, yeah. Are all, and these I'll are all do basic that things that i've done I'll, forever I'll, i'm gonna sell mayonnaise and you know little little things in mayonnaise and mayonnaise right. and jar it's good for five days when you make it fresh um and uh cookies not weed cookies regular cookies i make a bomb fucking cookie um you know that kind of thing and uh yeah so we're gonna go we're gonna start going to the farmer's market every saturday you know what i think that's a great idea especially with what i want to do with the farm Mm -hmm. right so and i don't know if we guys if if all of you guys are aware you know our last discussion and i think you brought it up on your show Mm -hmm. was that we want to do this my farm well hold on hold on let's finish this and we'll we'll get into that okay all right so uh all right so june june is the first high harp the first big harvest um so you eat high in the hog in june july preserve enough to last the winter months ahead um for best results harvest onions and potatoes when two-thirds of the tops have died down store potatoes in a cool dark place onions in a dry airy place um so Let's see. Clean off rows of early crops as soon as they're through bearing and use rows for replanting. We've we've talked about that. We'll talk some more about that in a bit. Uh, June is when you plant sweet potatoes. I might plant mine early because the summer looks to be hot. Yeah, um, July is when you start planting your fall garden. I started really late last year. I'm not doing that this year. Um, and uh, all right. So plant the following vegetables no later than July 20th to allow time to mature before frost. Tomatoes, okra, corn, pole beans, and lima beans. Also plant cucumber, squash, and snap beans. Basically, you plant the whole damn garden again in July. Just right. like I just did last, you know, mm-hmm. th- this month, last month and this month. Um, and then, uh, oh, and you plant that big hum- pumpkin for Halloween in July. And let's see. We are going to do that, right? You know, oh, you're damn skippy. I already got, know, I I got pumpkin seeds pumpkins. going. Yeah, I got tons of pumpkin seeds going. We're going to grow them in the, the sloping area behind the pool, right. in between the porch and the pool there, um, where the last owners had the still. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it goes down there. Goes so down I'm going to put the pumpkins because there's plenty of space for them to vine down there. Right. Um, and I'm actually going to put pumpkins, watermelons, like squashes. Things that grow in that yeah. slopey direction. Exactly. Uh, September to October is when you plant... Beets, broccoli, cabbage, carrots, collards, lettuce, mustards, onions, radishes, spinach, and turnips. Basically everything that I just planted last week, I plant again in September. Um, November, December, start the next year. No joke. We plant almost year-round down here in Georgia. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. So um, November, December, you take an inventory. Um, 
start getting your, your garden beds ready. If you plant a cover crop, um, you know, chicken grass for the chickens or some kind of cover and the chickens eat that. And then as I was telling Heather earlier, what I do all winter, actually all year really Mm -hmm. is, uh, we empty the back of the tractor when we mow the lawns. Um, we put all that in the chicken enclosure and any, you know, leaf mulch and whatnot that all goes in the chicken enclosure. And I let them mulch it because chicken shit is hot fertilizer. You can't put it directly on plants. It'll burn them. So you have to let it like cure for about six months. Um, and then, so I, I, it like forms this hard pack and then I shovel it out of the chicken enclosure in the spring. And I, you know, just put big piles in the gardens and I let the chickens tear through it and tear it down. And then I till it and I get this big, beautiful soil. So anyway, um, so yeah, so, uh, so this is a, a great resource. Then they also have a calendar. Let me see. Let me find it here. Cause I saw this. Um, they have one that goes through and tells you what to print when. That's okay. All right. So let me show you guys where we are at. Again, where the hell is this mouse? It's so annoying. I'm telling you, we got to change that color. Oh, there it goes. No, I, I had this button pressed on it. So um, it's a, it was slow moving. Oh, yeah. I hate that on this mouse. Okay. So let me show you guys where we're at in the garden right now. because I have a Freedom Gardens live foldy as well. All right. Look at your little duckies. Yeah, we'll get to the ducks. They're super cute. They're so cute. All right. Yeah. All right. Built my first tomato trellis out of sticks and twine. So... Literally, sticks and twine, and it's really tall because I'm anticipating these tomatoes to grow really big. So, there we go. Now I can plant this bed. That thing is really big, and I have a few more to build. But for now, there we go. My potatoes are sprouting, which means I need to put more dirt in here, about two inches worth, which is gonna be up to the next level. So, compost going in the potato bed. So, that's what the potatoes look like. Two weeks ago. Okay. Right. All right. Wait till you guys see what they look like now. They're so beautiful. We are going to have literally hundreds of potatoes. It makes my little Irish heart happy. So many potatoes. All right. So here's a full walkthrough of the garden um, about 10 days ago. All right, so I was pretty busy yesterday, and 
Now I'm watching stuff starting to pop up. Look at how pretty that's coming up. This asparagus here grows about two inches every night. It's going to be big soon. And we got little herbs starting to come up all over the place. And then the salad bed is doing awesome. All that's starting to come up. So, there we go. Put more soil on the potatoes. They'll pop head through again soon. And I planted rhubarb over here yesterday. Look, that one's just starting to come up already. Both roots and seeds. Rhubarb I like to keep contained because a, it'll go crazy and get everywhere. And B, it is poisonous to a lot of animals. So, gotta keep away from it. Then, I transplanted a tomato right here. And all these peas that popped up in the garden from the chicken feed that they didn't eat. Peas and beans. So, I transplanted them along the fence line here. Got a few herbs coming up in here. This grape is doing well. So is this one. Some of these seeds are sprouting. Not as many as I would have liked. There's some there. And some there. And then under here, I planted melons. Just yesterday though, so it'll be a week or so before they sprout, but lots of different melons to climb up this pallet. This grape is a little sad. I might have to cut him back a bit. And then over here, ooh, I'm just starting to get things coming up here. Um, onions. Carrots. I'll have cucumbers here soon. Salads in the middle. Let's see. Oh, and another tomato transplanted there as well. He's already tall. It's going to get bigger. And here, beans are coming up. Okra is coming up. More beans there. The chickens tore up the broccoli, but it's coming back. And here I've got kohlrabi, beets, kohlrabi, Kohlrabi coming up there. Beans. And another tomato here and there. And there should be beets uh, right here. Beets coming up in here. 
Oh, and around here, I've got marigolds, and I'll have borage as well. There's one there too. So down this line. salad greens sprouting in there. It's hard to see with all this tree shit. The tree shit all over the place. And then I'm going to plant beans in here, but haven't yet. My radishes. Look at those pretty radishes coming up. All the way down. And down this line as well, there's an onion. Um, more radishes there. And then yesterday I planted this bed, planted lots of stuff in this bed. Um, Radishes, then spinach and Swiss chard, carrots, beets, kohlrabi, more spinach than Swiss chard, and more radishes. So this is going to be a very, very full bed. And over here, Inside here, there's another tomato back there. I planted giant kale or Siberian kale right in this line here. Then over here, I planted Brussels sprout seeds and onions, um, Vidalia onions, sweet Spanish onions, red onions, and then some shallots over there. And under here, I planted uh, all different spinach and right in front here are squashes. So, and the squashes will trellis up there and shade the spinach. So, pretty successful. Yeah. Bird's eye view, what the garden looks like right now. And there's still more to do. What I found out is there's always more to do. There is always the farm life more to do. I'm like, oh, I need a day inside so I can, you know, write and put out sub stacks and um, do laundry and dishes Bro. and clean the house. Fuck, that shit doesn't happen. I'm like, dude, I got to get food on the table. Like, I'm sorry. I, I need a housekeeper so I can get food on the dude, table. I tell you all the time, I need a housewife. <sighs> Jesus, I know. Like, I am the housewife, and I need a housewife. Damn uh, it. I think you're kind of stretching it there just a little bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a terrible housewife. She's horrible. I'm the housewife. worst housewife. I'm, I'm not a great housewife either. Like, I can keep a clean house, and I can cook, and I can do all those things, and I thoroughly enjoy cooking for people, but I really am <coughs> not, like, mm -mm. 
I'm not fucking Betty Crocker. I no. am not fucking Leave the Beavers. I mom. mean, I can cook and I can bake I can and I, I can do all and I can and clean. I, and I can I clean like a fucking champ, but I have to be in the mood. But like, I have to be pregnant. Being an to adult clean. is fucking bullshit. It is. It's you know like I want to give up my free subscription to adulthood. Absolutely. Like, can I speak to a manager? I want to give that shit back, please. Karen. Oh, anyway. Uh, what's up, Patriot Mike? Good to see you over on Rumble. Let's see, all right. So this was a few days later. All right, it is officially spring. St. Patrick's Day is over. It was 37 degrees last night, but I think that's as cold as it's gonna get. So we're back to planting. So let's see where we're at. These are starting to come up. Beets, turnips, and kohlrabi. These little guys coming up here. Looking nice. My beefsteak tomatoes haven't come up yet, but I'm waiting. Then, these radishes are coming up well. And so is that kohlrabi and here's beets and something else, turnips, beets, and more radishes. And then again, so we're getting bigger. We got the carrots coming up here and just starting to peek through there. And bunching onions are beautiful. And the radishes here. And here as well. So when we pull those, we'll put the tomatoes in. I haven't had a lot of cucumbers peek through on this side yet, but I've had a lot come up on the other side. So I might be relocating them or spreading them out, thinning them as it were, because these guys are a little too close together. We got a bean coming up there. And some salad greens in here. Here we go. And all in the middle there. And cucumbers on the other side. And some beans too. These tomatoes are happy. And so are these peas and the okra. And then beets and kohlrabi in there. And the broccoli's coming back after the birds ate it. That. Ooh, all right. Over here, the potatoes are going crazy. That's amazing. And so is the salad bed right here. And the herb bed is starting to pop up. Look at this asparagus. That thing is huge. I have to cut it back. But all the herbs are starting to come up now. And down in here. And my rhubarb, I haven't seen any rutabaga yet, but the seeds are planted, so we'll see. I just planted borage and marigolds in there. This tomato is very sad. I'm not sure if it's going to survive. It doesn't like being here. These grapes came back nicely. 
So oregano's doing great. And my rosemary. And these grapes are beautiful. And this tomato is doing well. I'm already getting little flowers on it. And this grape that I just planted has just a little bit of growth down here on the bottom. So I'm gonna cut him back and he'll sprout up nicely. I'm waiting on the seeds that I planted down there to sprout. And then I also planted corn today in a spiral right in here. So those will be popping up in a couple of weeks. And then my Siberian kale right here. Asparagus is starting to pop up here. Of course, it's no good the first year or the second year. That's okay. Another random pea popped up there. Those are Brussels sprouts coming up in there. Onions are coming up here. And spinach in the back. The garden so far. All right. Mark, I am not, um, it, the, the plants you're inquiring about are in the pool enclosure and I deliberately did not put them in the show. So that will be its, its own separate show at a different time. So let's see. You know what I was thinking is that next week hmm. or after I get the, finally get the fucking greenhouse up and going, Yep, you should come over so we can video the, uh, hydroponics. Side. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly Hydro what we're going to do. The hydroponic side of things. Most definitely. Because as everybody knows, I don't like bugs or dirt or, well, I don't mind dirt. Okay. I just don't like bugs. Well, the bugs come with the dirt. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's an issue. All right. So the other day I went, um, I went outside and I was like, cause I was, I go outside every couple hours and I check on the birds and I was like, where's my birds? And they used to come running and the ducks didn't come running. And I was like, where the fuck the ducks go? Well, when it rains, of course they won't go in the pond because the gator. So when it rains, they go run across the street and because the ditch over on the other side, um, like it pulls up with water really quickly and right. they love to go, play, love in to go play in there. So it, it had just been drizzling in that, that morning. So they thought that the ditch would be full and it wasn't. So they went running across the street. And then they went across the street the other way and they went back into my side yard, but on the other side of the trees. So then they, they didn't know where everyone was. So they wandered down the side yard. So then I had to go herd them back. Um, it Hence was shirt. very, very cute. So here's just me herding the ducks back. Oh. So where are we funny. going duckies? That's hilarious. And they're like, do we, all right, see, now this is the side yard that we're in, right? And right. we're coming up on the copes of trees and the pond is so high. There used to be a solid like four feet of grass over there, not anymore. Mm -hmm. So the ducks refused to cross down there because of the gator, even though it's just a little bit of water. And they're like, do we go that way? And they're like, nope, they make a hard beeline and they go by the street. I mean, at least they're not dumb. No, they're not dumb for sure. And we already had the Drake Wars where Blueberry and Campbell fought it, you know, fought when, when Campbell, you know, basically got his balls 
Um, so uh, they they had a little they they fought it out, and uh, to see who was the alpha. And it's obviously Campbell. He's always in the front now. That's so, adorable. Yeah. I mean, they have to establish dominance. They that's do just, absolutely. That's a, that's a real thing. A hundred percent. Go on, Rebel. You getting tired? Okay. There we go. Now we're home. Silly duckies. They're so freaking cute. They really are. I gotta make duck crossing signs though. We're gonna paint I'm duck crossing signs. That. Absolutely. Because like we talk, like we talked, we do spend we like to shop. We're good at that shit. I can tell you what, I don't like to actually shop because I hate seeing people, but when it comes to spending money, I am a fucking pro. Like yep. <laughs> but I'm also one very cost effective, as we've talked about. I like I like to be cost effective when I do things. I I justify paying full price for something to be after I've, you know, saved a bunch of money on a bunch of other shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, being cost effective and being able to do stuff like that and being able to reuse, like I said, I found all, you know, a bunch of pallets on Facebook for a dollar a piece. I went and I picked those up. We got, I brought you some, I brought, you know what I mean? Like all yep. over. And then my brother-in-law is like, Hey, I got a, at work, I have a whole freaking yard full of pallets. He's like, you, you did you need them i'm like yeah how much you know how much did your work want for them he's like no they're free we just need to get rid of them i'm like Sweet. all right i'm like i got all you know me i love me a fucking palette project yeah. so oh yeah and was, we can make so much stuff out of palettes we can make not so even much funny. stuff out of palettes yep. guys i'm really and i'm i'm telling you right now i am not cheap okay mm -hmm. it's not that i'm cheap it's that i'm fucking poor okay we are fucking poor people around here and everything is expensive and yes, exactly. I just, and I've just always been that way. Like that's you know, why I've, we're growing our own food. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I bought my first house when I was twenty years old, and I made seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour. I had to learn. You can't do that anymore. No, it's but not I possible. Had, it's not possible. But yeah. I had to learn how to be cost effective. Had yeah. to, you know, be able to, you know, get multiple uses out of things, being able to reuse yep. things, like all. I mean, even my wedding ring, guys. I am cost effective. Nobody else will ever have a wedding ring like this, and it would cost my husband less than a thousand dollars because I am cost effective. Look at you go. Mm -hmm. All right. So speaking of uh, reusing, recycling, and repurposing, this is what we have done in the garden to that effect. All right. So hey. today's show is uh, reuse, recycle, and repurpose. And that is kind of the story of my life right now. So this was a duck enclosure initially, and raccoons broke through it. So we are going to turn this into a chicken food garden. Hello, Cookie. So I opened it up, there was some chick grass growing in here and I let them eat that. And over the next couple of days, we'll fill this with compost from the chicken enclosure. And what I do is all winter, I throw all of the chicken stuff, um, or actually I throw all the leaf clippings, yard clippings and whatnot, leaf mulch into the chicken enclosure and let them go through it. And then I pull it all out and I dump it in big piles and I let them go through it again. And then I till it and we end up with this beautiful, rich soil here. It's really nice. So we actually used an old tree limb for a roost, but it fell last night. So when Mick gets home today, he's gonna have to fix it. But well, you know, I have this piece of wood that's bowed, that'll work. 
So they're going to put that up on either side here and just set the tree limb on top of it and the birds will have their roost back. There we go. I, I use a dog cage for when we have babies, kind of like an in-between brooder. So when we get chickens, when we get baby chicks, I'll actually just throw them in here with the big ones. But then when the big guys go out during the day, I'll put the babies in here and they can play in there and clean it out first. So we reuse lots of stuff around here. So all of the, all of this is reused and recycled. So just natural wood from the yard. I'm starting to build this too. Um, concrete blocks, both for electroculture antenna holders. So they stay in place. And then I put beans and okra and whatnot around it. All of this is stuff that we're going to reuse and recycle in the garden. My dad just gave me this. I put some PVC arms in it and I can use it for a trellis. Ah, there it goes. Um, I can hang strawberry planters off of it. There's all kinds of stuff I can do with that. Pallets are great for all kinds of things. But in this case, I'm going to lay the pallets up against the edge of the fence on this side. And I'm going to drape the bird netting from the top of the enclosure all the way over. And uh, I will plant growing, uh, vining things, cucumbers and squashes and whatnot inside the garden and let them vine up over the pallets here. Uh, I've got all kinds of tomato cages, pieces of wire, even an old dog crate that I'm going to use. So all kinds of stuff to reuse and recycle. And to put the netting up, I used an old curtain rod there and there and there. And up here, I'm gonna have beans growing up this. That's a closet rack that I don't need anymore. Again, more natural wood. I got a whole pile of natural wood sticks here that I've got to just clean up and wrap in copper and use for whatever, or use for trellises. And then pots. I've been collecting pots forever. But also, when I get trees and whatnot, keep the old pots. Use them. Um, so, we use all kinds of stuff. We repurposed a, uh, a dog bathing pool for the ducks. Bathing pool. The ducks love it. I kind of overflowed it with water. So, right now, they're playing, all of them. But that's okay. They like to play in the water. It's good for them. So we'll go in the back and see what we've uh, reused, recycled and repurposed in the back as well. All right, so in, in case y'all don't know, I have multiple gardens going. So I've got the one that's that's done and growing. And then I've got um, the one that I'm building now. Um, then the third in the duck enclosure, that'll be just for chicken feeds. So I'll grow like amaranth and clover and, um, all kinds, all kinds of stuff, chicken grass, um, corn, sunflowers, uh, basically everything that goes in chicken feed, peas, beans, uh, kale. I, they eat a lot of what we eat, but 
Then in the back of the house, um, by the pool enclosure, I have a whole container garden. And I'm actually going to be repurposing that as well here soon because uh, I have peppers from last year in the container garden and I cut them back really strong, really hard, and they grew back really well. So that'll be going, those will be going in the ground in the garden that I'm building right now. That's next to the chicken enclosure. And they are, but the pots are all sitting on these, um, how do I describe them? Like uh, iron stands right well, long, yeah, but it's a three-tier stand isn't it yeah the they're, they're they're like long um they're almost like stadium steps i was gonna say like bleachers right? yeah they're like bleachers okay but they're rusting and they're falling apart of course they are of course they are uh well i mean i have a solution to that too. so well i'm gonna take them apart <laughs> yeah i'm gonna take the pots off them i'm just gonna leave, leave the pots on the ground mm -hmm. um and use that whole area there but then i'm gonna it. take those racks and i'm gonna use them as trellis pieces mm -hmm. Out in the yard. Yeah, we just need to uh, scrub the rust off of them and reseal them. This mm -hmm. way, the rust doesn't mineral doesn't get into the plant soil and yeah. stuff, stuff. But it's super easy. There's super like super easy ways. Oh, like, yeah. People's like, oh no, it's rusted. Fuck it, throw it away. And I get it. Like rust, uh, rust has a horrible smell. Like it really does. <laughs> rust oleum is a great thing. It really fucking is. It really is. Like you don't even have to sand that shit half the time. Just no, clean just it. just clean it and clean it. and like spray paint rust oleum. It's great. Yeah, it's the best shit. Yeah. So, um, all right. So here's what we have. Did I do that video of us in the back? Cause one I did. And honestly, I think that you can actually remove the rust with uh, baking soda and white vinegar. Possibly. It'll bubble off. Okay. So here's what we have here. All right. So in the theme of reusing and repurposing, my friend Mark. metal coffee cans metal coffee cans so we spray painted them because i don't want them to say coffee on them so spray painted black or silver kind of like rose gold now because all the red is coming through but that's okay and we're poking holes in them so poke holes on the bottom for drainage and then poking holes down the side super easy nail hammer And there's some coffee grounds left in there, which is good for the soil too. Cost us, cost us some paint. Yep. That's it. And then I took those. Of course, our featured sponsor for today's show is Survival Essential Seeds. So I turned those into planters. We all know it's coming 
and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not going to use them all if you have a small garden. So you want to make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And you can go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're going to need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. Okay, and if you look in the back right here, right here, you guys can see my mouse. That is an old dresser. And I, I took the drawers out and I flipped it uh, upside down and I filled it with compost. And that is my potato planter. Oh, and I put just some landscaping fabric on the front um, and the back was just pressed wood. It actually kind of fell off. Uh, so it's just propped up against there. I mean, there's just a piece of pressed plywood, plywood yeah cheese, back there like um, kind of so shit. when i when i go to take the potatoes out uh in a couple months i just have to take that board down and all the potatoes will just come right on out um and i'm using the drawers i'm reusing the drawers as uh, just chicken nesting boxes mm -hmm. when we make our next big coop out of pallets i will use those as chicken nesting boxes so i mean you can repurpose so many things pretty much anything don't throw things away don't throw, i mean i just i hate throwing things away well, um, I, I don't mean, consider it hoarding if you no. can repurpose it. You know what? That's what Taylor was like. Oh, you know, obviously hoarding runs in your family. I was like, yeah, uh, everybody in my family hoards something, right? Like, like Olivia just likes to hoard shit. I'm pretty sure my kid's like a trash fucking hoarder. I don't know. He does soda can Jenga in his room every day. Well, I mean, that's trash hoarding is a kind of a boy thing. I think it is. Right. I said, but for yeah. me, like I may hoard shit, but he's like you and your fucking glass jars. I'm like, I can't throw them away. I'm like you. And I. So now that I have all my little inserts, my little baskets and all my shit, mm -hmm. and I got my hydroponics going in my mason jars and I open up, you know, the entertainment center in the living room where I have all my fucking jars hidden in the cabinet where you can't see them. Mm -hmm. Right. So I pull it all out and I'm like, this is why I got these fucking jars. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, Jesus, here we go with the fucking jars. And I'm like, and that's nothing compared to because, you know, I have all that furniture in the garage that uh -huh. I need to refinish. Yeah inside one of those entertainment centers is a bunch of fucking glass jars too. Nice. Because I mean, all you, there's, I, it's so I don't, fucking easy, I hate bro. Like, I, I no. hate, and it's glass. Like we talked about this. Yeah. Like, I hate plastic. I hate buying I hate things plastic. that's in plastic. I yep. hate the fact that I have to throw plastic away. It really bothers me. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. But with glass, I can reuse it. I can, I, you can use it as a base. You can use it. I, we fucking use it to drink out of yeah. constantly and let me tell you guys we I've, buying I've mason jar lids cups. is way fucking cheaper than it is to buy 
cups with lids on them. You know, I, you know what I mean? I I've given up. We used to get, I, and I get those like the kids plastic cups for when they're like 99 cents mm-hmm. or like, you know, two for a dollar at Kroger or whatever after, after holidays after the and holiday. whatnot. Right. And I had stacks of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's only so many times you can run them through the dishwasher before they break. Well, and they, they start crack. to, like, get that um, little white fibers. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that and is. I'm it like, happens to are, all plastic things, even those things drinking? that are BPA-free. I yeah. still don't, I still, like, I'm if like, you stick it in the dishwasher, are my kids you stick drinking? it in the microwave, if you do any of these things to it, yep. like, first of all, I I am not a fan of the microwave, guys. I know, and and because I'm fucking old, I can tell you when the first fucking microwave came out, we, and we got one, it was like, so exciting, yay! Yeah, and it like know? sat on the counter and irradiated the whole house and yeah. everyone went green for a week. Right, like, everybody <laughs> was super fucking excited about yes. that. I was excited about the first fucking VCR. Like, I really am showing my age here, but yes. I fucking hate a microwave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. I am a good cook, and I make really good food, and I love to eat, and I love to make things in bulk this way taylor can take them to work like we can have leftovers during the week i don't i work from home but i don't have like fucking time to like make a full so i have leftovers but i hate heating anything up in the microwave it tastes awful it takes away like all of the flavor any type of meat that you heat up in the microwave it just turns into fucking rubber like it's just gross so i don't like the microwave so i'm trying to get to the point where you know I want to start jarring meals and stuff, but I got to get everybody on board with like not using the microwave. Like it's not good. It zaps all of the nutrients out of anything that you have in your food in the first place. And I don't care what anybody says. They're fucking full of shit. Oh, I didn't do that. Fuck you. Put a, put a cup of water in the microwave and nuke it and then use regular water. Use it on two different plants. The one that you nuked and Mm -hmm. it has nothing in it. Your plant will not grow because it will not receive any nutrients, minerals or anything because the microwave nuked it. It's gone. I mean, and it does the same thing to your well, food. I mean, if it gets rid of fluoride, I'm okay with that, right? I have to check. <laughs> yeah, so. um, that that might not be so bad, right? There's certain there are certain things, but I just I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. And and okay. on top of that, it does it like like it eats up your plastic. It eats up yeah anything that you're gonna use. I mean, technically, they say you're not supposed to microwave plastic. Do you know any fucking teenager that doesn't microwave plastic? No, I don't. No, I, okay. they all microwave I don't plastic. Even, I don't even have a teenager, but I basically have a teenager, and it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, since where I, let's see, we finished the home garden part of the show. And before we move on to the future farm Mm -hmm. part of the show, let's do our tribute. You got the dab rig. Okay. So let me, okay. First of all, guys, I fucked up. So I had to unknit, and then when I unknit, I which fucked was up. super easy. Which super it's super easy to unknit, but it's a fucking pain in the dick when it uh, gets all tangled. So that's what I'm sitting here doing, so I can start that baby fucking mm-hmm. thing all over again. Anyway, so I got this because I like to travel, and you know how shitty it is to have to like you know. I went. I flew to Vegas. I'm not actually going to ask my dad. Hey, Dad, you got a bong so I can get high? No, I'm not going to do that. I mean. Because he doesn't have one, not because I'm offended, but uh, not because he doesn't doesn't is. understand. So these things right here, right? So I got these because I saw a commercial for them, and I told Vanessa, I was like, "We got it. We got to get a sponsor." We've not tried this yet. We're gonna we've try not tried it here. This yet, on air. So I want to try it, see yep. if these fuckers work, and if they do, then we're gonna try to get a link for you guys because they're super fucking cheap. It's called the Bottle Bong. Right. And then this is also the bottle bong. Yeah. This right here, you can attach to any bottle of water and it turns into a bong. This you can attach to any regular, excuse me, both of those, I should tell you. It has to be like a regular size bottle lid. So I was walking around the fucking Dollar Street today with a regular size bottle lid 
trying to see trying if to I can find a fucking glass jar. Fit. Trying to see if I can find a fucking glass jar that uh, this would fit on. Because right? we're just sitting here talking about how because, bad plastic is, and now we're about to smoke out of fucking, a plastic bottle. Exactly. So I was trying to find one. Unfortunately, I did not fucking find one. However, since I've been in Vanessa's house, I've been walking around the house with this little fucking adapter. I have eight million bottles in this house because I don't throw anything away. So here's your adapter. Right here. So this screws on to your bottle, and I will let you know that it fits on a the glass teriyaki sauce bottle that she has in her fridge. <laughs> it fits onto the club's regular club soda bottle, the regular regular soda bottle size lid, and almost every alcohol glass bottle on her shelf. It fits because I walked around trying to see because I was like, I want it to at least be cute because I like cute shit. Mm-hmm. So. I, you know, whatever. I could have but used those, the Kahlua bottle, the one that's shaped all... like a monkey. It's empty. Oh, is it empty? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe that's what we'll use. So okay, I have time. this. This this is the uh, Dabber bowl. You'll put it in here. Ta-da. Here's this. Hold that. Okay. I'm going to take this shitty fucking bottle right here that we have. Yep. It has regular water in it. I don't know about you guys. I fucking hate cleaning this shit. I'm so bad about cleaning Out of my box. You got the nastiest motherfucking bong water. <laughs> And it got in my mouth last week. I was not fucking happy. <laughs> so I use this stuff. It's called when peace. she was the only one not the on only mushrooms. one not on mushrooms because mm-hmm. I had to fucking drive. So mm-hmm. I introduced them to my favorite comedian, Bert yep. Kreischer. Which I was love my little fat I don't man. think I've ever laughed so hard in my entire life because he's fucking real. He's, he's my favorite. Very funny. So this is called Peace Water. It's a little expensive, a little bit more than I want to spend because uh mm-hmm. kind of being a cheap bitch these days because we're fucking poor yep um so i did order something else called like resonate we're gonna try that next time but i'm actually gonna dilute it you don't have to dilute it but once again you can it's and expensive. it still works yeah. so it is a resin eliminator so we will switch continue... again we're just using a plastic bottle we're just so using a matter, plastic bottle but... so it doesn't matter but on glass to, but it to, will make to a see if it but works just to see if it works mm-hmm. this is the bottle that we're going to use mm-hmm. on our show and i can tell you that this shit right here Last forever. So I'm just going to mix it up in here. Okay. I'm just going to do about 50 50 because. Does this have to go down into it, there? Yes. That's why I'm fucking pouring then we away. We need over more here. water. I am pouring away, sister. We are. Okay. Good. Right. I'm just gonna I mean, you might as well finish it because you already good. put all of it in there. Might as well. And honestly, I think that'll fit on here if we want to use this it bottle later. Probably will. So. Okay. And they drip that shit all over my fucking leg. I saw that. Good job. Hey, at least it's fucking water. Y'all should have seen me before I put a different shirt on and different shorts on because I was literally covered in dirt. I mean. Because you like dirt. I do like dirt. So, I mean, dirt all over my my pants, my my shirt, my hands, my feet. My feet are still really dirty, actually. So here you go. You got yourself a little dab rig. All right. Well, then. Good little, and let me tell you, the dab rig uh, one is twenty four ninety nine, mm-hmm. and uh, the regular bong one, it's only fourteen ninety nine. Well, that's not this bad. is way easier to to- throw in your fucking suitcase if you're going on an airplane. No shit. And you can get a fucking bottle anywhere, obviously. I yeah. fucking pilferage this out of her kitchen. Yeah. Um. So here, I'm going to let you do that. Okay. Uh, I will. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, I, can, I should not be in charge of helping anybody do anything with fire because I don't like it. All right. So we're going to start with this. And because it's quartz, it takes a little bit longer, like harder to tell when it's fucking hot. I'm just counting in my head. 
I'm at it, sister. There we go. You gonna join us, babe? Are you gonna fucking kill somebody like that? Jesus fuck. Oh, I need a top. Top. You need a ball. since I've done a dab here. Bro, because you broke the dab ring. Because I broke the dab ring. Oh, Nick was uh, not happy with me. We're accident prone people. I mean, this is why we can't have nice things. <coughs> Seriously. No, Jason, we're not freebasing here. We're doing a dab. If you're not familiar with a dab, it is concentrated THC. And uh, it's like this. Good shit. And you get really freaking high. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Oh shit, that shit will kick your ass. Right? Yeah. Real quick, fast in the hurry. But yeah. When I was before, I was doing the cardio miracle and the vitamins. I couldn't do that. Remember? I do remember. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, girl! You took that entire dab in one hit. I know. That's. And this girl, I I can't remember the last time your lung capacity has been like that. Right. So that cardio miracle and the high dose vitamins, they fucking work, y'all. They are. No joke. All right. I'm going to put this where I can't drop it. So you're going to feed me this time, right? Um, <coughs> mm, about that. You're such a dick. Every time. <laughs> yeah. She gets me here. I got to figure out. Me. I got to figure out what to make for dinner. She gets me super fucking stoned. And then I don't and feed then she you. doesn't feed me. I know. I'm and so bad. Mm-hmm. Well, harvest isn't for a couple months yet. Oh, oh thanks. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Not so any favors right now. it's all good. Anyhow, so, so anyway, all right, it's pretty cool, right? So you, you need oh, to dab shit. break, and that's what I. 
Oh, thank you. Happened to have. <coughs> so okay. I haven't used my new dab rig. And I was like, oh, I don't want to take my baby over there. Uh -uh. I'm going to try her at home. Damn. Which means I, I need to get some dabs, bro. Can uh <laughs> I? Okay. All right. So your farm. Yes. How are we doing farm, on the farm? Rich. Our farm. How are we doing on the farm? Uh, well, so far, um, you have accepted the vice president and co-founder position for the board. And mm -hmm. Courtney has accepted, you know, the um, secretary and treasurer co and third co-founder um, founder position. So that's so far. So I gave him all that information. We did. Uh, I had another. You know what? I know I talk to I talk to a lot of people who do a lot of different things. Yep. So the super great lady that altered my dress, my wedding dress for me. Mm -hmm. Her name is Margaret. She's a little 74-year-old feisty little. I don't know why I call her little. She's way fucking taller than me, but she's just like because she's older. I don't know. I just think she looks like she's little. Yep. But she's super feisty and sassy and she's done all kinds of things. She's been in the Air Force, all kinds of things. And she was like, Heather, I would like to help you write the vision and mission statement for the farm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Cause I really didn't know where to start. Yeah. You know, and I'm good at writing, but I'm fucking busy. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Right? I'm like, fuck man, yep. I don't have time for this. I have to actually earn a living, you know, keep my job for a minute. Um, so we, I gave, sent that over to the grant writer. He did reach out to me about a grant opportunity. He thinks that is available for, um, survivors of domestic violence and their pets because you know a lot of people Ooh, you don't, we'll do the pets all right? day long exactly Absolutely. so they're looking for uh people who are, would offer uh alternative housing for survivors yep. of uh domestic violence that yep. you know can bring their pets and we know like i would, uh, bring your pet by all means by all means please. we want all uh, the animals but see yeah, right we girl. want all, all like, the animals we will clean out the local shelters like we like love them we will have all oh. the animals also, crap! I didn't bring it with me, motherfucker. Sorry, guys. I have don't apologize. To I have a well business card. I was going to TJ Maxx because I just wanted to get out of the house and something me and Taylor like to do together. Random. Because he picks out my clothes. Shut up! And he's my girlfriend. She my married husband. a gay man. I didn't. Dude. He's just so. He's awesome. Okay, like it's great. I, it's it's a good time. We have a good time. You um, married an emu millennial. Mm. Potentially. Uh-huh. I mean, but he's so nice. I, well, you I mean, nothing him does, I do it. love him. He's the sweetest person. He's he really so is. He's good with, like, I know. everything. He's good with animals. He's good I know. With he's kids. so sweet. I he's know. He's so nice. He's amazing. And it's just like somebody has to be that nice. I got gotcha. you. I'm not I gotcha. that nice. Yes. Like, I'm, I have a good heart, but I'm I know, babe. I know so, we're not moving. We're not. I gotcha. Uh, unless you know you pay for the move and we don't sell our house and that's what my plan is set us up in a new location that's my plan i know i know yep so my plan is uh so anyway so there's a a grant for that so he is working on that and he that's why also why he took your guys's name so we can start the process of getting the 501c3 registration sorry and there's a big knot right here it's driving me nuts <laughs> um so that is how far I am with him. And then I was at TJ Maxx and I, of course, PetSmart was like right there. Oh, for fuck's sake. And there was a, like a rescue. There was like a bunch of dogs up there that, you know, need, need good homes. And you know, fucking me. I you have three itch. dogs in a small house. Okay. I don't care. And six cats. <sighs> I hate it. But just, you know, bear with me. I did say that to Taylor. I was like, we are not bringing home uh -huh. any of these motherfuckers right now. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, babe, I just I just want to look. And I was like, OK, so I let him look at the dogs, blah, blah, blah. And then the looking at a PetSmart rescue is the same thing as chicken math at Tractor Supply. Dude. OK, you go in for some feed and you come home with fucking 20 chicks because you were like, I needed two more and you can only buy four. So I bought 20. And I know exactly what you're saying. And okay. I, but I told him going in that he couldn't. But I wanted to see. You know what kind of dogs they were see you know who they were and i actually got to see like the president or whatever of the rescue and i was telling her that i want the farm to be an animal sanctuary yes and she's right there in south carolina a little bit past me i don't remember what county she was in mm-hmm. which is why i'm fucked up i forgot the card anyway she's like please keep in touch we would love to work with you to help with rescue dogs. Yep. And you know me, I love to rescue a fucking dog. Uh, we, we can do that. Bro. So I'm working on that. And then I did reach out to Amazing Tiny Homes, the guy mm-hmm. in Tennessee. I think it's amazing. Or Incredible Tiny Homes or something okay. like that. Yeah. For Whatever. the alternative housing for the... Right. The I uh, reached out to them. Survivors to, to live in. Yes. So yep. I'm just waiting for them to get back to me because I want to see if maybe they want to be a part of it or sponsor or give us like a bulk rate. Mm-hmm. If we buy, you know, 10, 12, whatever at yep. a time. So this way I can present that to the grant writer as well. And he can include that. In yeah. It. So yeah. Cause you definitely want everyone I'm... to have their own space. Absolutely. And yeah, you're trying to establish independence. Is a... This is a big exactly. deal. And, yep. you know, mental health recovery is hard mm-hmm. as it is because yeah. there's no type of domestic abuse that doesn't include fucking up your mental health. So, yep. you know, you need to give, you know, the people the opportunity. So I'm just mm-hmm. looking at the, um, it's like a, little not very big it's like a studio but it's got like a working kitchen and a bathroom and mm-hmm. like it's like a studio with a bed couch whatever yeah and they're like twenty thousand dollars something like that but i'm like if we if i can get 20 of them yeah how much will you, will you sell yeah. to us for right or can we you know get like some free upgrades because we're buying in bulk so i'm just waiting to hear back from them because i really like his story and how he yep you know how i am i like people who have had to work for whatever it is they're doing so okay Seemed pretty cool. So I'm waiting to hear back from him. So I have a couple of things going on for us, but I did like I had a little rundown this week. So I kind of haven't. Yeah. I mean, Olivia's kept it really. She's kept me pretty busy. Very, very busy. Very busy. So no idea how much shit can happen in like four days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. This is a lot. And then, you know, Taylor works with my sister. So that's. And your sister's a cunt. I mean, I love her, but she's still a cunt. No, I don't love her, but she's still a cunt. Yeah. I tolerate her better now than I did when I was a teenager. Well, we've all had ours. Well, Tracy gets a little, I think she. She's a cunt. I do my best. (laughs) Anyway, y'all don't want to meet her. Um, She's, uh, I think she has a good heart. I just don't think she knows how to show it. You know what I mean? You know, I think she's just, I think she just plays it off. Like she doesn't give a fuck because it's easier mm -hmm. than actually letting people know that you give a fuck. You know what I mean? And I get that. I've had those times. I've been like that where I'm like, I don't like, I act like I don't give a fuck Yep, because there's too much to give a fuck about. And I'm just like, bro, I'm at maximum capacity. I I just don't care right now. (laughs) I can't can't take on anything else to care about. So I think that that might be how my sister is. And I get that. So, and it's a little bit, you know, it can be a little bit lonely. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe whatever. But I think she's working on it. She's getting a little bit better. Okay. Um, so you've been looking at different property? Oh, God, I've been looking all over. But he, my grant writer feels like, and he's up in New York. I don't know. He 
he's not local, that's for sure. But he's like, the Carolinas are like the spot. And he's like, they have the best, you know, funding opportunities, this, that, and the other. So I've been kind of like focusing on South Carolina and North Carolina mm -hmm. because a couple of them are there. But I found some nice ones that are already generating, you know, an income for the property. You said you found a or, pecan farm? Oh, I, that one was in Florida, bro. Oh, that would have been perfect. But but what happened? It's gone. And well, it's in Florida, so I've been trying to focus on the South Carolina North Carolina situation. Because <laughs> he said those were where like the best funding opportunities are, and there's some good stuff out there. Like literally for like under some of them are like under five hundred thousand dollars, which is insane to me. And I'm just like fuck, like 40, 50 acres with multiple home sites, and they're already generating. They have barns and stables and everything going. So looking into some properties like that this way i can give him an idea of what kind mm -hmm. of money we're looking for so i'm just like really in the research stage for myself trying to narrow down what it is we all want which is why i was saying that today like we really do need to make a list of the things that are important to all of us because each of us bring a different passion and skill set to mm -hmm. this property like whether you're physically there or you're you know yeah being administrative from afar whatever the case may be you know being a part of it. So it's like, we all need to focus on what the most important things are for us. This way we know what kind of property we need in order to expand into each different area. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Mm -hmm. So I wish I could get uh, Courtney in on this. We'll have to schedule that for next time. Okay. See when we get her in um, on that. This way we can, you know, bring it to the table, like even you know, even Mick has something that he wants to bring to the table. So we all have... Well, right now he says he doesn't want to move. And I get that I mean, it, because it's it's amazing here and we we're really, you know, I mean, I'm trying and settling into this house and, and, and I, I get, get that. It. And I'm like, I'm trying, yeah. to, even if it's just here in Georgia, yeah. because Georgia, you're yeah. like, you're right. We have so much opportunity with the climate here to be able to grow, grow to year grow round, year round yeah. for you yep. guys. At, at definitely. So mm -hmm. it is a good place. And it's you know yep. it's pretty yep i mean i hate the bugs but you know yep it's but spot. you know at the same time realize that mick commuted back and forth from north carolina to georgia for a long time for a long time and it sucked mm -hmm. but you know i mean if, if i have to go up there you know every right. other weekend or yeah. you know or like you know, for a week, month or something like right. that. Like just like, a couple of weeks in the you know, beginning to help us yeah, get all exactly. established and see where, you know, we during the summer on. when the kids are off and mm -hmm. out of school and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they need to learn as well. Oh yeah. They absolutely. I mean, definitely your kids don't want to learn, but, um, Connor <laughs> really expressed an interest in beekeeping with me. Well, that's cool. And, and then yeah. I found that for you this yes. weekend. Yes. yes. That was amazing. So, yes. so um, and we're going to do a show soon on, on bees. So, yes. um, I'm actually, I'm starting a GoFundMe. I haven't quite finished it yet, but I'm working on it. Um, but then I found that one. So we're going to reach yep. out to them to yeah. see yep. if they want to sponsor by sending you free products to yep. try and yep. doing all that. So I thought that was a and good find. I it really was. Mm -hmm. uh, I called them already. I haven't heard back yet, but we're getting there. Um, I'll send them an email. And then uh, I priced it out. I can get a, a colony of bees. Mm -hmm. And they're sent to us, shipping's included. Um, it's three pounds of bees, which is like ten oh. to twelve thousand bees, oh and a, and a queen for one hundred and seventy five dollars. That's not bad at all. It really this isn't. Really has and to be like a you and so, somebody else thing. Oh, you know that, right? Well, it'd be me okay. and Connor, but it's um, it's they're southern Italian bees, so they're very gentle. They produce cool. a lot of honey. Um, cool. You know, I mean, I'll get the bee suit for Connor to use well at first, but I don't, I don't need it. 
be sued. They don't bother me. So I don't. Um, I've never been stung by a bee ever. I haven't either because I have no fear of them. And I just, it's never happened. They don't just like, bother hey, me. I, think I like cute them from a distance. Like, no, I, 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 bees land on me. Bees come follow me around. Bees come and talk to me. I have no yeah, problem with bees. Fucking bug whisperer over here. <laughs> no, not just bees, not bugs. I fucking hate bugs. I mean, I don't like beetles freak me out, but bees are fine. Um, this is why I don't like dirt. I like dirt just fine. I don't like bugs. I don't like anything that I don't, I don't mind the bugs. Like I, don't, I like the caterpillars and the ladybugs and all that. I like them. From a distance. But um, at them over there. You know, that, and mosquitoes don't bite me because they don't like cannabis and I'm full of it. So... <laughs> Yeah, but the gnats. Oh, they chew the shit out of me. They chew the shit oh, out God. of everyone. They get me. Yep. So bad. Yeah. So I go. I told them. I was like, I go outside. I was like, and it's like a fucking beacon goes out. It's like every fucking biting bug in the well, one mile area is on top of me in 10 minutes i go in the house i look like i have fucking chicken pox i'm like how the fuck did they even get my, i have pants on what the fuck they just they're I know. It's so bad i gotta i gotta so ask, I hate uh, it. I gotta ask megan if maybe she can do a, a a lavender and lemongrass infused cbd cream because the combination of lavender and lemongrass mm -hmm. keeps the gnats away okay i don't know I what do. it is but I can't do anything that has shea butter. No, 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 no. I know you can't. That's why mm -hmm. they, I used to get the shea butter stuff and it didn't mm -hmm. work for you. Um, we can also do it in coconut oil. I just, I need an, an infuser, basically. Um, but we'll work on that. Hello, Annie. Did you come to say hello and visit the show? She just jumped on in, in here, here like gangbusters. Come on up, Bear. Come say hi. Come oh, come not on. on me, bro. Come All on, Bear. tangled up in yarn. You don't want to get in this. Nope. <laughs> All right, out then. Don't go lay on. Uh uh. Oh, but she's so comfy over there. She's just going to go lay right on the bed. Right there. All right, good. Close the door then. Okay, then. Thanks, All right. Mom. I mean, what the boo? Fuck. Annie, out. <laughs> or lay down. Fine, lay down. That's fine. <sighs> Too funny. So, what do we need? Or what do we want for the farm? On the assumption that I can eventually talk Mick into moving, like after Connor graduates from high school, yes. moving up there full time and renting our house, not selling it. I'm just going to do an Airbnb with mine. I'm fine. Yeah. I think I need water. You need water? Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll go get some water. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Okay. There is a, a jar of water in there. Okay. So, um, and if you guys aren't familiar, we're drinking cardio miracle but she just finished her so she's gonna get some more water good stuff so on the assumption that i can talk mick into eventually moving or assisting on the farm we have been talking about it for a while um hello leo slayer good to see you over there in the chat then uh we're gonna start it as a sanctuary for victims of domestic violence um we want foster children, all of the animals, um, and, uh, expand it to help veterans with PTSD, um, using the natural medicines that we've used with Mick to great success. So it'll be, uh, we're going to have cows and horses and goats and chickens and ducks and obviously dogs and cats and all of the other things. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
I think it can be a great success. And Heather's really picked up the reins and started to run with it. So I'm excited, but I'm going to go check on her right now. So give us just a moment here. And I'm going to play a quick ad. There's a couple things that I never miss any day ever. And, and one of them is cardio miracle. If I could have, I would have started taking this when I was 20. I began taking Cardio Miracle. And as I did that, almost within a few weeks, I could feel a difference in my energy level. Cardio Miracle has been a game changer in my life. Since I've been taking Cardio Miracle on a very consistent basis, my recovery time is amazing. I really want to be a walking testimonial of what Cardio Miracle does for the body. I just feel, I feel good all over when I take it. For me, Cardio Miracle is my future insurance policy for a great life and pushing life like I've always done and feeling great while I'm doing it. Being on Cardio Miracle has created a pathway for me to be normal, to be healthy. I really feel like, like Cardio Miracle has extended my husband's life. It's been amazing. For me as a doctor, Cardio Miracle is a staple. I have seen Cardio Miracle improve the lives of many of my patients with many different types of chronic conditions. This is something that's actually made a huge difference and it's staying that way. It's not just a, a fluke, it's real. Cardio Miracle is one of the best things that ever happened to me because when I was searching, I was able to find it. Cardio Miracle for me has really been a blessing in my life. It's just been a, a special experience for me to be able to have Cardio Miracle. So basically for a 97-year-old, I think that I uh, feel a little more like maybe 87. <laughs> Cardio Miracle's made it so that I can, I, I can live day to day without drama and trauma. If you want to know how important Cardio Miracle is to me, I've got my family on it. You know, I don't know anything more powerful than to say, I have my own family doing this. You know, we want to live our best lives, so I'm doing what I can, and Cardio Miracle is one of the best tools I have on a daily basis. Adding Cardio Miracle, it's like a secret weapon to your health. Everyone should use Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle will always be a part of my life. Cardio Miracle, for me and my husband, has, has saved our life. Literally. I am so in love with this. I want everybody to know because if we don't feel healthy, we can't help other people. Cardio Miracle gives me the boost that I need to tackle all the tasks that I have every single day. It was indeed a difference maker when I got on the Cardio Miracle. I'm achieving things I couldn't do even when I was younger. Cardio Miracle for us, for me, for my family was a lifesaver. Cardio Miracle for me and my family has been, it's just, it's been a miracle. I wouldn't even be functioning without Cardio Miracle. I know for a fact. And so I say, thank you, Cardio Miracle. That's, that's one of those miracles in my life that I'm grateful for. We will never be without Cardio Miracle. Cardio Miracle to me is hope in a glass. When you create nitric oxide, you are igniting the spark of life in the cell. It is the miracle molecule. That's why we call this cardio miracle, because of nitric oxide and what it can do for the whole body.
and we're back. So, um, that, that dab hit Heather pretty hard there. So, uh, she's eating a banana and drinking some water and she'll be back in a little bit. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, for those of you still left on Facebook, go to mama H's farm for better tomorrow and, uh, follow her there and show your support and your love. And we will follow up next week. Um, with more on that and maybe bring that uh, third person on the board, Courtney in. So we'll talk about it pretty extensively and Heather's going to teach me how to knit and that should be very hysterical. And wow, this stream is so slow right now. It is so far off. Um, over you over on the pills, uh, scratching is out. The scratching has been released. Go get your scratching. And we will be back tomorrow, uh, Mick and I, for True Spiracy. At 2 p.m. Eastern, Ron Weed will be joining us. Um, a uh, gray reptilian contactee. So we're going to have an amazing conversation. And as tomorrow is Justin's birthday, um, to remember him, uh, after we have our conversation with Ron, we are going to play Justin's last show, which neither Mick nor I have seen. So we'll probably cry, but meh, that happens a lot. It'll be fine. So, uh, join us tomorrow for true Spiracy at 2 PM Eastern standard time. And, um, for V Lynn and Heather, thank you all for watching freedom gardens and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. I don't wanna act too high and mighty cause tomorrow I may fall down on my face. Lord, thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Lord, thank you for sunshine.
Death and rest. 